1: Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: Can Miles Sanders match the career year he had last year in Philadelphia? I'll tell you right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast.
2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome in to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday as we're still in off-season mode. But come July 17th, we'll be back to your team every day. Our motto here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays still, I'm right here to answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions either at me or DM me over on Twitter, at Julian Council. If you'd like to participate in this week's edition of the weekly Friday Mailbag right here on Locked on Panthers. We're continuing the position evaluations here of the Carolina Panthers heading into the 2023 season. On Monday, talk about Bryce Young and the quarterbacks here in Carolina. The future for Matt Corral, the role for Andy Dalton. And can Bryce Young live up to the hype and take the Panthers to the playoffs in year one? So that was earlier this week. Today going to be talking about the running backs. Miles Sanders, a big signing for the Carolina Panthers in the offseason. Going to talk about him, gonna talk about Chuba Hubbard, Spencer Brown, uh, Raheem Blackshear, and the entire running back core here in Carolina, and whether they need another addition here on the roster. All that coming up here on the show, here on Locked on Panthers. Let's go ahead and start off by talking about the biggest story about the biggest name. Well, the biggest name in this running back group is obviously Miles Sanders. The Carolina Panthers went out there and gave him a four year, $25 million. Oh my god, it's so gross! Oh, y'all know how I feel about paying running backs. But four years, $25 million, $11 million guaranteed at signing. His signing bonus plus his 2023 salary and 2024 salaries were all fully guaranteed. So you look at it, four years, 25, really two years, $11 million. But as long as Deuce Staley's here in Carolina, I do think Miles Sanders have a great chance to be on the roster. But he'll also have a great chance to be on the roster if he does what he did last year In Philly. And the question that I have really for him going to this year is can he build off of last year? where he was outstanding in helping Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles get to the Super Bowl, and really they were excellent in that first half where it looked like they were going to be hoisting the Lombardi Trophy, then things did not work out in the second half as the Chiefs played a perfect second half, and Patrick Mahomes did what Patrick Mahomes does, but Miles Sanders was really good, played in all 17 games last season, starting in 15, rushing for 1,269 yards and 11 touchdowns. The first time in his career that he's been a Pro Bowler and the first time his career he has gone over a 1,000 yards rushing in a season, and honestly, it was a huge step from where he was the year before. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I watch Eagles games all the time. I will tune in from time to time to see what's going on in Philly. And I love the city of Philadelphia. Those are my kind of psychopaths, even though they're out of their minds. I've got a lot of friends who are Eagles fans, so I tune in every once in a while. But I'm, I'm busy watching, of course, the Panthers. But I've, I've watched a little Miles Sanders, watching back at Penn State. Love watching him then as he was Saquon Barkley's replacement. But never was quite Saquon Barkley back at Penn State. and hasn't been that so far in the NFL up until last year, the previous year. In 2021, he only had 754 rushing yards in the 12 games that he played and started in, and a goose egg when it came to touchdowns. So, if you're a fantasy owner, which I think I had someone tweet at me being like, I really hope Miles Sanders is better on the Panthers than he was when I had him in fantasy. Well, my friend, turns out you had him the wrong year in fantasy football, but also Miles Sanders probably ain't too concerned about his fantasy stats and your fantasy team. But last year, you saw... Everything that you wanted to see out of Miles Sanders when he was drafted out of Penn State and he was an excellent piece of that offense for Nick Sirianni and the Eagles. And because of the relationship that he had with Deuce Staley, when Deuce was the running back's coach there in Philadelphia and just the built-in understanding and, you know, relationship that Deuce and Frank Reich have, Miles Sanders is now here in Carolina to be the bell cow back. And when Frank Reich a couple weeks ago talked to the media during OTAs, He was saying, yeah, I mean, right now, Miles is our guy. I don't really know what the Panthers are planning on doing a by-committee approach, and Frank Reich did say that he prefers that. When you look at the roster and you look at really what they've given to Sanders, it's hard to see him not getting those 20 touches per game rushing if that's what the Panthers want to do. Now, last year, he had to kind of share the load with Jalen Hurts and the other backs here in Philadelphia. This year, I am very interested to see... What role Chuba Hubbard's going to play in Carolina after last season in the past two years where he was the back at the McCaffrey, then had to be the lead back, had over 600 yards rushing. Then last year, um, Deontay Foreman turned out to be the lead back when they really went to a – all-out rushing attack on his final 12 weeks of the season. Really, the final 11 weeks of the season after McCaffrey was traded, Robbie Anderson was traded, and the Panthers decided that, man, we cannot throw the football effectively. It really became the Deontay Foreman show with a little bit of Chuba Hubbard. Like, where does Chuba fit in this season? And Raheem Blackshear, does he have a role getting more rushes this season? I, I don't really see it right now. I do think Chuba will get his fair share, but right now – it really feels like Miles Sanders is going to have an opportunity to repeat what he did a year ago. And I feel like he absolutely can when you look at this offensive line coming back for the Carolina Panthers. Ike Iquano back at left tackle. Brady Christensen at left guard. If not him, Chandler Zavala. You feel good either way. Now, we'd rather have Brady because he's not a rookie. He's going to be in his second year as a full-time starter at that position. At center, Bradley Bozeman, one of the key signings last year and probably the biggest re-signing this year. He really paved the way figuratively, and literally last year, man's a road grader, and helped the Carolina Panthers have an excellent rushing attack in that second half of the season when everything was renewed with Steve Wilkes as the interim head coach. And then you got Austin Corbett out, but whenever he, he comes back, but you got Cade Mays there, you got Taylor Moten. this offensive line is set up for a guy like Miles Sanders, who can be shifty, has good speed, and also, man, thick dude. Someone who can go out there, get downhill, make some plays. And I see why the Carolina Panthers wanted to bring him in. And I don't necessarily look at it as a bad signing in terms of the talent and the player that you're bringing in. Just by philosophy and my principles, you'd never pay a running back. There's so many of them. You use them, you lose them. Or oh, sorry, you use them, abuse them. Let's do it again. Back it up. You use them, you abuse them, you lose them. And that's what the Carolina Panthers should have done. But it's all right. Miles Sanders is someone who I think actually can be a really good piece in this offense. And someone I'm excited to see what he looks like here in Carolina. We're number six, by the way, heading into this season. Now, we have not talked a lot about the running backs at all throughout the offseason on this show. And, and maybe it's my bias against wanting to pay running backs federal minimum wage only 29 hours a week. No overtime, no bonuses, no holiday pay, none of that. But they are obviously useful. and You need to have one that can tote the rock. And Miles Sanders is that guy. Now, on Monday, I had my biggest question about the position. I have a lot of questions about the running backs. I want to spend a little bit of time here on the show today talking more about some of the questions I have about the Carolina Panthers running backs heading into 2023. And one of those questions is, do they still need to add another back, another short yardage guy? Because Deontay Foreman is in Chicago, no longer here in Carolina, where he should be here, making three million dollars. That's a whole entire conversation that we've already had, and I guess we can have again, maybe down the road. But do the Carolina Panthers need a short yardage back? We'll talk about it here in just a moment. On Locked On Panthers, no NBA, no NFL. None of that. That is gone. It is baseball's time as summer is finally here. And how awful on the summer solstice here on June 21st for it to be raining all day here in beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina, and possibly where you are, but it's okay because baseball season is in full swing and there's no better place to get in on all the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook because right now, new customers get a no-swept first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com, so locked on to join today. And it's not just that baseball like the MLB is in full, swing. Um, have y'all been watching the College World Series? Wake LSU going on tonight. I've been loving watching the Deeks this year. An outstanding team they've been. Also LSU. God, Paul Skeens, Dylan Cruz, Tommy Tank. Sorry, State fans. They have been so fun to watch. This is a time to bet on college baseball. I know things got a little weird a couple weeks ago with the Alabama baseball baseball coach and all that, but go do it. On Fandle, this is the time. So don't miss your chance to no sweat first, but up to $1,000 when you join Fanduel today. Just go to Fandle.com, slash so locked on
1: to sign up. Fandle, official partner of Major League Baseball. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com/slash locked on. That's homechef.com/slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com/slash locked on. Must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. As I mentioned, we have not talked a lot about
0: running backs this off season. I guess that's my fault. I'm the one who hosts the show, but also it's not like y'all have been clamoring to hear running back talk. So, what are you doing? Forced me to talk about running backs. Well, that's why we have this position breakdown here on the show today. So, talk a lot about Miles Sanders just a moment ago. But I have a lot of questions heading into 2023 about the position group. And I don't have just one big question. Because, honestly, when I was I was getting ready to do the show, I was just thinking to myself, what questions do I really have about the running backs? Okay, Miles Sanders, can he do what he did last season? Do they need to add another running back? And I, I started thinking, you know, the hamster will get started to turn and. I came up with a few things I'm looking at this year. So we're not going to just have one big question about the position group. we going to have four questions about the position group, and you can decide whether you think they're big or small. But the first one I'm thinking about is the one I already alluded to earlier. Do the Panthers need to add a short yardage back? And I do think someone may have asked me about this, maybe on the weekly Friday mailbag last week, and I have that sort of a memory that I forgot. By the way, do the Carolina Panthers need to add a short yardage back? Right now, when you look at it, as far as, Height and weight, the biggest back on the roster is Spencer Brown at six feet, 220 pounds. Now, Cameron Peoples out of Appalachian State is 6'1", 217, so the second biggest back. But now I don't look at him as as big as a stocky guy as a Spencer Brown. So right now you look at it, Spencer Brown is going to make the roster – you would see him making the roster as a short yardage guy for the Carolina Panthers, someone that the last staff liked and someone that I've heard so far this staff is intrigued by and we'll see what he's able to do in the preseason if he can make this roster. Because right now I'd look at it, it feels like Miles, Chuba, and Raheem Blackshear would be the three running backs on the roster. Of course, Frank Reich's offense does not carry a tie, or a fullback, rather. They carry plenty of tight ends, but not a fullback. Spencer Brown right now is the biggest back. And they had an opportunity to bring back Deontay Foreman, who – really last year, was incredible in terms of his production. But sometimes he would disappear, but he was really good at breaking tackles. Last year, Deontay Foreman broke 10 tackles. This is all according to Pro Football Reference. When I read that number – I did not believe it because I felt like that man broke 40 tackles last season, those 11 games where he was the lead back here in Carolina. Had 10 broken tackles, 409 yards after contact, and average two yards rushing after contact per rush. But Miles Sanders, though, looking at his numbers in Philadelphia, also behind a very good offensive line, if not the best offensive line in football a year ago in Philadelphia. Miles Sanders, who played more games, got more snaps, more opportunities, 13 broken tackles. 432 yards after contact, and average 1.7 yards rushing after contact per rush. So, again, those numbers brought to you by Pro Football Reference. Pretty much the same output. less More snaps, but same output that Deontay Foreman put out there a year ago. And as I mentioned, Sanders is a short, stocky guy. Like He's someone who can break tackles, can be evasive. I don't know if the Carolina Panthers need to bring someone in to be that short yardage back when it feels pretty clear that They think that Sanders can be that bell cow if need be. And when you have a good offensive line, I feel like they might be fine there in that category. So there's always the opportunity based off of what happens with roster cutdowns, what players may become available. The Carolina Panthers might feel like, okay, we need to bring somebody in. But even before they really got to form being the lead back, I mean, that was – previous staff, Matt Rule, they had no interest in using Foreman, which is wild to me. I do think right now they feel fine with what they have on the roster in terms of, hey, what do we do, short yardage? Okay, we're going to use Miles Sanders in that situation. And, of course, I don't think they're going to be doing a lot of QB sneaks with Bryce Young uh, just a hunch. Maybe they do, but I would be a little bit surprised. Uh, All right, next question I do have about this running back position group. Can this group produce the same results they did last year? Let's look at the final 12 games of the season when Steve Wilkes is the interim head coach, let's just forget about what happened in the first five weeks of the season. Uh, outside of, of course, what that led to and your you know, favorite person being fired here in Carolina. Best of luck in Nebraska. You enjoy eating chili and cinnamon rolls. What the hell? Uh, okay, so last season... In the final 12 games, where Steve Wilkes was the interim head coach, the Carolina Panthers averaged 146.75 yards rushing in those games. They were one of the best rushing teams in the league last season, but in particular, in those final 12 games. Deontay Foreman, in the final 11 games, you look at the Los Angeles Rams game, they lost, that only had about 90 yards rushing. They weren't focused on trying to run the football the way they did after that, where they just blew the doors off of Tampa in that week seven or eight game, whatever it was, uh, Foreman, Over those 11 games, rushed for 877 yards and five touchdowns. And had he not got thrown out of uh, the New Orleans game at the end of the season, which I totally forgot about until today, maybe he rushes for 1,000 yards, a little up and down at times, was a little bit banged up late in the season. But a really good rushing uh, running back for the Carolina Panthers and someone who came in and gave you all the production that you were looking for, especially after trading Christian McCaffrey away, who wanted to have a great year in San Francisco. Chuba Hubbard as the secondary back, rushed for 166 yards and two touchdowns last year. His yards per attempt were up from 3.6 his rookie year to 4.9. Again, the offensive line being better, that helps when it's not paddle offline. John Miller and mm, who was the other guy? whatever in in your interior, you're better. It's a lot better when it's Brady Christensen, Bradley Bozeman, and Austin Corbett. So that helped Chuba Hubbard last season being behind a better offensive line, but he also was a better running back. So can they produce the same results? Well Miles Sanders, who had a great year last year, who stayed healthy coming into this scheme where I think they're gonna have a lot of inventive rushing at things. And Frank Reich did talk about when he was asked as um rushing things. They think the scheme will be really inventive as far as the rushing attack goes uh, to, you know, clarify what I'm trying to say there and not sound stupid. Uh, Frank Reich did say at his introductory press conference that, What the downfall for him in Indianapolis, it wasn't the quarterbacks, which I think it was, and also the owner being a little wacky. Uh, He said it was they were not able to run the football. Well, that's going to be an emphasis here in Carolina when you have your assistant head coaches, Deuce Staley, and you bring in a running back like Miles Sanders and pay him that kind of money. And you have a running back, Conchuba Hubbard, who was pretty solid last year and has had opportunities so far in his career. He's over a thousand yards in two seasons. Um you're going to have a rushing attack, though I think that can be as good as it was a year ago. When you have a rookie quarterback as well and Bryce Young, well, the passing attack needs to be better. And I do think the Panthers struggled at times be rushing the football because they did not have a downfield threat. They did not have any sort of um, passing game that would scare an opponent. That hurt them at times. But I think there'll be far more balance this year. And with that balance... I think will then allow the rushing attack to have the similar success as long as, of course, the back stay healthy and the offensive line is able to gain the same continuity they had last year. And then Austin Corbett can come back and be healthy and Cade Mays can fill in and be really strong for them. So, yes, I do think this group can produce the same results, if not better, heading into this season. But can they be more consistent? As I mentioned, it was up and down for Foreman, for Hubbard, for the entire rushing attack In the final 12 weeks of the season, which we're really focusing on right here. They averaged 76.2 yards in their losses. Only one of those losses against the Falcons in the game where Eddie couldn't make a kick. DJ took off his helmet. What are we doing? That's the only game they rushed for over 100 yards, whereas game they should have won. But outside of that, 76.2 yards rushing in their losses, in their wins. 217.3 yards. Just mauling dudes, embarrassing the Lions, embarrassing the Buccaneers, embarrassing the Seahawks. So many teams in the latter part of that season, the Carolina Panthers were able to run all over in their wins. Again, having more balance with the passing attack will help. Can they be more consistent? I do think with Bryce Young and with the – new receivers they brought in having actual op- options on the outside, I do think they they can be more consistent heading into 2023. Now, is there a pass catcher among this group? Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers, the last couple of seasons really leaned on them heavily in the passing game. Guys like Sam Darnold who would look down the field. Oh, my God, where do I go? There's Christian. That's what they did. Just give it to McCaffrey. Give it to him so many times. Now, if you look at the numbers, when Christian had 10 receptions plus, the Panthers didn't win those football games. But it still would be good to have someone that you could dump it off to, maybe throw the ball to four or five times if you need to, who can give you something in the pass game. Because last year didn't have that – Towards the end of 2021, they did when they brought in Amir Abdullah, didn't bring him back. And I'm going into this year, and I'm wondering, do they have somebody? Now, I've mentioned, Miles Sanders can help out in the past game. He has not necessarily been effective in it, and I don't know if Philadelphia really wanted him to be the last couple years where his rookie season, he had 50 receptions for 509 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, the last three seasons, 74 receptions for 433 yards combined and zero touchdowns. So he has the capability of being someone who can help you in the pass game. And when you have a young rookie quarterback like Bryce Young, it's good to have Miles Sanders out here, not just for pass protection, but also, hey, there's my outlet. Go do your thing. I think he can be solid. Now, he has struggled drops at times. He's had three last season, had a year where he only had one. Year He had seven, which wasn't obviously great. Chuba Hubbard is also someone who struggled with drops, and maybe it's been a little bit overstated as his rookie year is really bad, and we kind of hold on to those things. Had seven drops his rookie season, uh, which was an 18.9 percent drop percentage, really bad. But he dropped that all the way down to one drop last year, and I believe 5.3 uh, percentage drop percentage for him. So Chuba Hubbard still not the guy that you're kind of looking for. He has 39 receptions, 345 yards, and a touchdown so far in his career. Had 174 yards receiving his rookie year, than last year 171 yards receiving. So he kind of is what he is in terms of like what you're going to get out of him in the uh, passing game. So. Yeah, Chuba, whatever. Raheem Blackshear, he's someone who's interesting to me. Kind of looks like a, a little bit of an Amir, uh, Amir Abdullah in terms of his size and stature. And what he can do he's going to be more of a returner for the team. I believe we will make the roster, at least as of right now, June 21st. Um, but he had 10 receptions for 93 yards last year. and only played 79 snaps. Pretty good returns there from Raheem Blackshear. So I think Miles Sanders, he's shown in the past, hasn't really been a focal point for the Eagles the last couple seasons. But now here in Carolina with Bryce, I do think that they can utilize Miles Sanders more in the passing game, and they have a running back capable of doing that. And I also think Raheem Blackshear can help him out in that regards as well. So those are a couple questions I do have about the running back position going into the season. What's the role for Chuba Hubbard and Spencer Brown? Can Cameron Peoples make the roster? And who's Tyon Evans? Let's talk about here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers.
2: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: I would take a look at the rest of the running back group as a whole. Miles Sanders, again, expectation is he's going to come in. He's going to be the bell cow. He's going to be the lead back. Now, Frank Reich has said that he prefers the by-committee approach. I do think, of course, it will be a by-committee approach in a way, but I do think that if you're looking at the split, I think that, what, 70% of the carries are going to be going to Miles Sanders, if not more, maybe you can get Laviska Chenault in there a little bit. Uh, of course, Chuba Hubbard's going to have his role. Maybe you give the ball to Raheem Blackshear in certain situations. And do they add another back, like a big bruiser that they use in short yardage situations? We'll see. Overall, though, it looks like Miles Sanders was paid to be the top back, and so far what you've seen out of him in OTA's mandatory minicamp, he has been that top back, and he is the guy that the Carolina Panthers seem to be wanting to lean on heading into this season as far as our lead rusher in this group. Now, Chuba Hubbard, haven't heard a lot about Chuba this offseason. The Panthers didn't draft a running back, which I thought that's something they should have done, but after they – brought on Miles Sanders. I understand why they wouldn't do that. And they brought in a couple of guys who we'll talk about here um, momentarily. He still seems to be the the second running back on the roster. And he'll have probably a similar role he had last two seasons where, okay, hey, you're a secondary back. Give our guy a blow. And if something happens to him, then you become the lead back and we'll see. Now, he never got a chance to be the lead back. Last year, after they traded McCaffrey, Foreman was pretty healthy. And then he had big games like against Detroit. So Chuba's shown uh, that he can be a solid player when called upon, which I appreciate about Chuba Hubbard, and I love him coming out of Oklahoma State. So his role feels like he's still the number two back, and I will be interested to see if he can maybe get on the field more in short yardage situations as far as like – not short yardage, but passing situations – as someone who develops into more of a pass catcher out of the backfield, that would be a great development for him. Not what I'm expecting, but something I'm interested to see if that happens. Now with Deuce Staley here as his running back coach, and then who, I guess Deuce wasn't really known to be you know a pass catcher out of the backfield. But we'll see in that in this uh, offensive scheme will try to utilize him in new ways. Uh, Raheem Blackshear, as I mentioned, someone who I think will probably be more of that. Uh, third down back. The Panthers can uh, dump it off to. Has some good speed. Showed some stuff last year. Had that touchdown against Seattle. Gonna be a good returner. I think gonna be someone who's gonna end up being uh, their top returner this year in the kickoff return game. So excited to see what he could add to the running back position this year. And Frank Reich mentioned it as he didn't want to mention names. He brought up Raheem Blackshear is someone who has really stood out to him during OTAs and during mandatory minicamp. And that only bodes well for Raheem Blackshear to make the roster and for Raheem Blackshear to be a part of this scheme moving forward in potentially those passing downs as that threat out of the backfield in the passing game. Now, the rest of the, the running back group, Spencer Brown, uh, out of UAB, he's back here again, was a practice squad guy last year, got banged up, missed, missed, didn't make the roster eventually, but then they re-signed him to the practice squad. He's somewhere I mentioned earlier. If he's going to make the roster, it's got to be as that bruiser. He's the only guy who really fits that mold of the running backs that they have on the rosters based off of just their size and physique, even though, you know, while smaller, Miles Sanders certainly has the build to be that guy, more of a bowling ball. Do you – which, hey, bowling balls you use to knock down those pins. So, can uh, Spencer Brown be that for the Carolina Panthers, uh, be that battering ram? We'll see Cause Someone I would think they would want to kind of step up and fill what Foreman gave them a year ago. Different staff, but still the same general manager um, who did allow Foreman to go out the door and go up to Chicago, so good for him. Uh, but the Carolina Panthers brought in the guy they feel like will be a better fit for them, and Miles Sanders, who certainly is an all-around better back than Deontay Foreman. So, Spencer Brown, we'll see what he does on this roster. Now, the most intriguing player um, in the running back room is Cameron Peoples. who I mean, his name is spelled... Are you in at the end? Like he was made to be a running back when he was named that at the hospital. So he was a great player at App State. What five year guy I want to say up there had a couple thousand yards receiving, or at least one, and maybe another one. I was nine hundred yards uh, rushing. Nice of receiving or rushing uh, A&M game last year when App got uh, the upset, even though we found out both those teams were no good. Uh, but either way, you should. App State's not supposed to win in College Station. They did it. He was excellent in that game against a team full of five stars and future NFL draft picks uh, coached by Jimbo Fisher, which what was that, A&M? Um, Cameron Peoples. So I'm excited to see what he can do. It's a, it's a name that we know. If you follow college football, especially here locally, plenty of App State fans all over the place. I do think that he's someone who has a chance to make the roster. If I was going to look at it, Chuba, Raheem, Miles, they're on it. There's a chance for a fourth guy. But, like, with the quarterback position, and talking about Matt Corral, does he make the roster, it would make sense with the new rule changes and just, hey, you want to develop the guy, you just drafted him a year ago, keep him here, and I would think that someone would probably sign him. Uh, To the practice squad or pick him up on waivers if he is out there available. uh, The Panthers don't need to do that. They they can try and keep him, but he's got to make the roster. He has to show that he's worthy of being on a 53. Cameron Peoples, one of those guys where, if at running back, can Spencer Brown or Cameron Peoples show that they're worthy of being on the initial 53 man roster? Now, it can fluctuate. It can go up and down. They could get cut. They could get signed into the practice squad and still find a way to dress one day on Sunday. But I think he's someone to really look out for when we're looking at the preseason. And looking into third and fourth quarter when really those guys, the third and fourth stringers, are getting opportunities. It's going to be a competition, I believe, between him and Spencer Brown. We're looking at camp competitions, uh, one of those underrated ones. Who's going to be the fourth running back for the Carolina Panthers? Spencer Brown, Cameron Peoples. Those are the guys to look out for. And then the last one here on the roster, Tyon Evans, was lead back at Tennessee back in 21, uh, then had an ankle injury. Decided, "Ah, I'm good, I'm going to leave. Tennessee was totally fine. Jamari Spalls was great for them last year. He transfers to Louisville, where early on looked good, then had the injuries, just up and down kind of performance. Has talent. Really do think he has talent. It just can be a tough running back room to crack when you already have three guys who seem to be pretty safe bets to be on the roster, two of them. As pure running backs, the other one who can is still a running back, but really more of a special teams guy. And then you got two other guys. Spencer Brown has been in the league already, and, Kind of fits something the Panthers may need. And then Cameron Peoples, who I honestly just produced way more um, at a really good program in App State than Tyon Evans produced when he was at Tennessee and at Louisville. But again, injuries that kind of held him back. Um, I'm sure there's other situations that led him to led him to go Porterling and end up up there in the Derby City. So Tyon Evans, the final running back here on the roster, we'll see what he's able to do um, once we get down to training camp and once the preseason starts. But that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network hosted by yours, Julie. Julie Council, make sure to subscribe or follow for y'all on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast and be sure to follow me julian council on twitter at julian council where on friday i'll be back to answer your weekly friday mailbag questions get those questions in right now y'all show's coming out on wednesday you got plenty of time get them by like thursday afternoon please um Get them out there because I'm gonna answer those questions. I'm gonna put them out there for you on Friday. It's really excited to answer your questions to you get them in either at me or DM me over on Twitter. But again, follow me first at Julian Council. But in the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole as always. Keep pounding. And I'll talk to you on Friday for the weekly Friday mailbags. And we'll be back on Monday after that for our position breakdowns. The tight ends are up. So stay tuned for all of that.